Brakes? Yes. Terrence? Word. Jeff? Zarius. Maho. What you want, Phil? Sass got you back. Hmm. We did all of our bullshitting in another recording, so, uh, chop, chop, dungeon master, let's, uh, <laughs> Last time we left off. (laughs) You had recently um, done a big encounter in what appears to be a throne room of the secret lair of the Black Dragon. Now, uh, after conquering um, a summoned devil and three, four separate uh, elementals. Uh, you have found yourself standing in the aftermath of all that. Zarius uh, heard a strange voice in his head, welcoming him home ominously, which seems to indicate that he has some sort of draconic blood running through his veins, more particularly the blood of this dragon. But beyond that, you guys really didn't, we didn't really go into it very much after uh, after the combat. So, yeah, yeah, we saw the, the picture of the dragon who looked suspiciously like our big friend here, like spitting imagely suspicious. Yes, it could be, brothers. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but what are you Somebody in your family fucked the dragon. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> No, no, no. Someone <laughs> might have been fucked by a dragon. I mean, you know. Six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. Or we could just go on a limb and assume it was consensual or, or honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't saying that it was, you know, anything untoward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, somebody in your family's a dragon fucker. <laughs> No shame in that game. No, nope. <laughs> he's he just fucked dragons. It's good. It's cool. I mean, it's a good way to make some money. I like his bragging rights, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> unless, of course, the dragon, you know, after you're done, he just throws a handful of gold at you. Get it's out. Be worse. Here's two cups, baby. Sized handful. that's a pretty big handful there's that optimism how hard is he throwing how hard are they throwing so so how bad is everybody not at all I took a little bit of a beating oh well I gotta work harder apparently I mean you, you already healed my strength damage which had me you know moving at half speed and dragging my weapon behind me. If I had to put a number on it, uh, on a scale of 1 to 91, I'm at about 63. uh, Yeah, okay. Just put a percentage. Ah, I'm not doing that math. Close enough. (laughs) A little over 50%. Why are you being coy about how many hit points you have? Like, what? I'm trying to talk in character. No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. 
I got a big ass gash in the middle of my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> it's like something stabbed me right here. <laughs> in character, I'm bleeding. <laughs> I am bleeding. Help me. Use guys. I am Jeb now. Hey, that's my voice. You keep that shit out of your mouth. Sorry, I wasn't really doing it. No. <laughs> I've, I've, heard the rest of us. <laughs> I've heard myself before. It's uh, it's not what I think it sounds like in my head either. It's all right. You know, it sounds like something, and that's that's okay. That's that's all it is. <laughs> But the real question is, uh, which direction are we going to go? Good, good, good. good have question. we searched in here? No, you haven't. No, we have not. We that feels like a, that. that feels like a direction you can go. Yeah. yeah. I'll yeah, around. Uh, I am specifically interested at the back of the throne area where it looks like it's off kilter on the map. That might just be my bad map making, but let me let me have a look at what you're talking about. <laughs> I know the audience can't see, but I'd like to point this out so they can know your faults. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, give it. Give me a. Give me a check for that, Mister Zarius. And I will draw other people's attention to it. Also, yeah, I'll come up to uh, to also <laughs> investigate. Right. Yeah, I'll look at that one square that's off. <laughs> 23. Okay. 29. 23, 29. Those are fine. Yeah, um, 31. 30, okay, that, that's good, too. Also, all good answers. Um, You find, indeed, there is a, a hit flat panel that can be depressed, and it will open up, uh, revealing a, a closet-sized space that one could step into over a lip in the wall. Um, when you get in there, or rather when you look in there, you can see that there is a, um, a mirror hanging on the wall. And there is also uh, <laughs> a chair and what appears to be like some really old, uh, like plates and mugs and things. Hmm on a table like there was obviously food and drink in them once but naturally it's been a, quite a long time 80 years since anyone has been here at least so it's all sort of a sticky mucky brown color Are there any holes in the wall um eye <laughs> level holes not not glory variety oh no no there are no holes in the wall um like that <laughs> Queens of the Stone Age said, there's no glory on that side of the hole. <laughs> My favorite lines in a song. Well, what do you oh, know? I mean, <laughs> you, you don't get to tell people how to feel, Queens of the Stone Age. So there's no spy holes. Um, No, there are no spy holes. Just a mirror. Jeb, 46 points back. Ah, thank you, Darius. I appreciate it greatly. I am no longer bleeding out of this hole that has been stabbed in between my ribs. Yeah, right. How's that for roleplay, motherfuckers? You have been unstabbed by via magical uh, prowess. <laughs> so this, uh, this mirror, 
Does it look similar to another mirror that we may have seen in another tower? No. Oh. If we turn off the lights, do we Detect see anybody magic. behind that mirror? Um, well, to turn off the lights, all you have to do is close the door. Yes, you do detect magic on it. Um, what type of magic? Uh, divinatory magic. Is it similar um, to what we saw on the um, curtains? Yes, but much weaker. <clears throat> I know somebody in our party that's good at spell crafting. Oh, me? Yeah. No, the other person. She's busy shutting the door to see if there's anybody standing behind the interrogation (laughs) room. Is this a two way? (laughs) Um, hang on a second. Where were the other drugs going? I want to say what's thirty nine. All right. Right. Um, you begin investigating the mirror and looking at. Looking it over, that, that's fucking fine. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get those numbers right. Exact what we number. do in this game, it's Math Finder. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, as you investigate the mirror via your arcane sensitivities, uh, you can indeed see what it does. This mirror is designed to scry on a specific location. Um, the activation word is show me in draconic and uh, that is the long and short of it Ooh, so i say the words show right. me in draconic all right <laughs> she says show me in draconic those of you who understand draconics hear the words those of you who don't understand the draconic hear the draconic but the mirror slowly begins to glow light up and display an image, um, a moving image, a live feed, if you will. <laughs> you see a number of halfling uh, women talking to um, a person you easily recognize from his uh, red hat and sash as Not the ma- as the mayor. <laughs> what? You're about to say Santa Claus. <laughs> halflings. Jeb is not a fan of the halflings. Mm. You also you also recognize the halfling women. They are the women that work at the um the the hot, hot spring. Yes. Uh you can hear through the mirror as well. The mayor turns says, um, how long ago did they disappear? The one the oldest one spits out a um a just a just a revolting wad of uh, of chaw spit in into what appears to be just a very delicate porcelain teacup. Swishes it around Disgusting. and says, <laughs> "Ah, last night sometime." And we heard no word back from them. Nope, just went in the just went in the hot springs after the girls went to sleep. You know, you're supposed to keep guard to keep people out of there in case something like that happens. We have had incidents in the past, you know. I know. But what are you going to do? What are we going to do indeed? Uh, I suppose we should form a search party. Um, get he, he begins scribbling down some name. What, 
some names on a paper. You know that because it says, I need you to get all these people and have them meet us here in the next hour. Uh, thank you. And uh, I'll go see about some preparations myself. I don't want anything coming out of here that we don't want people to know about. The uh, the halfling woman nods and says, they seem like such nice people too. I didn't pick, I didn't feature them for sneaking around. Well, you know, adventurers. No matter how good their intentions are, they always resort to some kind of skullduggery. And then I think, they. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Like they they leave the frame basically just revealing the open cavern with the gentle steaming pools, and um, giving off mist. Y'all thinking mm-hmm. what I'm thinking? Yep, those golden fuckers. Mm-hmm. So you can't trust the good people either. The good people. What does that even fucking mean? They're, they're out for the same things we are. They just paint it prettier. Fuck them. I guess we got a ticking clock on our hands there, Pod. So that means our uh, blocking our way in really did nothing, huh? They already found another way in, those fucking fuckers. How did I not know about this pod? It seems to be the mayor knows. Yes, that is peculiar. I mean, he definitely knows that the caverns connect somehow, or the cat there, or he knows there are caverns further in the in the hot spring. Yeah, but you heard him say he didn't want anything coming out of there that uh, wasn't supposed to. That sounded a lot like he didn't want any of that treasure to go missing. Why would he be interested in hiding the treasure? It's their... No, that's that's silly. I've it's known this man for years. Back. No, come now. Hey. He's been my friend for years. We've adventured together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Right, yeah, that, that means... A lot. I mean, you all seem to be stalwart companions. Surely you wouldn't betray each other's trust, he says as he steps back out of the <laughs> closet. Never. Tiffany wouldn't d- dream of such a thing. Chris wouldn't. I'm sure there's a perfectly reasonable <coughs> explanation. <laughs> However, if you can uh, detach that mirror and bring it with us. <clears throat> I would. Is it, is it detachable? Yes, it's hanging on a nail by a string. <laughs> well, let me get my disabled device tools out. <laughs> <laughs> and it is it is literally nothing to write home about. It is a shaving mirror. It is like maybe like eight by ten inches. <laughs> hmm. That's odd. I guess it's just to, to inform whoever would be in here that someone was coming into the caverns because that's where it was pointing at. Well, that, yeah. that was, that's supposedly the main entrance, mm-hmm. the non-dragon's normal entrance. I think oh, we went, we came through as escape route. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be some sort of path for it to... Uh, bring its guests, oh. supplicants, whoever would come through that way 
to its throne room. Oh, we got two more doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll start on the left-hand side door, left to me, right to Jeb, and uh, check that for traps. All right. Not particularly high on the die roll. That's um. Is it dim in here? Oh yeah, hold on. Let me do the. Let me get rid of the the fog here. The door opens easily as you look inside, and you see a short hall and a large room, or you know, largish. Not compared to the uh, the audience chamber, but it's about a fifteen by twenty room. You see, the room is decorated in all sorts of um, bas reliefs of picturing uh, of featuring different locations, all kinds of places. And in the and it and in every quadrant of them, there are dragons. Not all of them are black dragons from the designs you see. On the floor, there is um, sort of a intricately carved uh, glyphs of gold set into the stone. Twenty-nine. The, check for traps. You don't even need to detect magic. The room, once you open the door makes your hair stand on end and it tingles so hard with uh, magical energy. Oh, hey. Is it a good tingle? It is a powerful tingle. <laughs> Sometimes those are not good tingles. That's my poor name. <laughs> powerful, powerful tingle. <laughs> the, uh, the runes, are they draconic? Um, they are not draconic, actually. They uh, appears to be just... Um, a lot of it seems to be elaborate, arcane numerology. Any of it in Goblin? None of it's in Goblin. Hardly any of it's decipherable without an advanced ar- arcano mathematical degree. <laughs> um, looking at it and using detect magic, but trying to, to gradually use detect magic since it's such a strong, powerful magic war. Um, thinking about it along the lines of teleportation is it some form of by using the numbers as coordinates could you use it as a teleportation device um you know i'm not since you pretty much have guessed it yeah this is room is obviously built for teleportation magic whether or not it does it itself or just enhances its the abilities of teleportation magic that will need an actual um Spellcraft check. I will mention that to the lady or Tiffany. Tiffany looks at this and sees about 27's worth of <laughs> spellcraft. Right. Yeah. Uh, Tiffany, you realize that the room does both of the things I described. It drastically decreases the chance of teleportation mishap. And it also has a limited number of teleportation uses. And I appreciate the. Good. You said it gradually decreases. This guy yeah. charges. Okay. It drastically decreases your miss teleportation mishap chances whenever right. you use it in here. It also has a number of yeah um, of teleportation. Uh, 
charges, I guess, available is to it, it. Is it but, daily charges or is it just like a one type charge where they have to be replenished or like a staff? Um, this one looks like it's probably more behaves more like a staff, and but you can tell with it with the with the powers in the room, it is fully charged at the moment. Ooh, For those of our listeners who may not be familiar, a staff is something that can be recharged you, you, through the use of spell slots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked about and, that here. Okay, like that fire yeah, that's right. That's right. Honestly, the more I, the more I think about it, the more I like that mechanic. Like, like, why wouldn't they use this everywhere in a if, in arcane construction? Like, instead of yeah. a, a wand that just depletes. I wish you could charge it faster than one charge yeah. per day. Yeah. Um, but I, but also, it gives you- I get it because it's like we were talking about before. I could do what five or six fireballs. Mm-hmm. With us fully charged staff in one go. Well, it gives you something to do during downtime. Yeah. 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 Hey, I'm gonna recharge my staff. Mm-hmm. You said there's a staff in here. No. No, there is not a staff. The room itself the room. is a staff. Yeah, the room <laughs> operates like a staff for teleportation. Ooh. Tell our tell our suspicions to uh, uh, what's his face? Dimmelmark. Pod. Pod says fine. My goodness, this thing must have been outrageously expensive to construct. Um, he steps into the room and uh, begins looking around at the reliefs. And he says, I just, I've never seen anything like this, not even at, at home. And then disappears. Oh. Gay is over. <laughs> um, yes. Can I do a sense motive to see if he was acting dumb and actually manipulated it to use it, or like a perception to see if? Uh, you can do sense motive. Huh? go ahead. Roll a roll a sense motive. Okay. Okay. Uh oh. Uh, twenty-eight. Uh, you're guessing that this guy just stupidly said a location and standing in a te- in a teleportation room. Ah. <laughs> mm. Let's be careful and not say anything while we're in a teleportation room. Lady, room. does it look like the magic dimmed at all? Like it ran out of, like it used up any of its magic? Or is it still the same strength and aura? The aura has diminished a little, if you're still detecting magic. Okay. Yeah. Might have to use this as an escape route later on. Why suddenly, po- suddenly Pod reappears. It's 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 got a bounce back feature. Ooh, oh. stick outside while we talk about it. Yes, please. Well, right, right, right. Oh my, I feel so, so foolish. I'm yeah, sorry. It's a good oh. thing that you came back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though kind of bad, I guess, because we can't. If it's just going to make us automatically come back. Oh no no no! I I just spent a minute and a half saying whatever I could think of to try and get something to trigger. Oh, what did you think? I, could think I just, <laughs> I said return and really focused on the room. Ah. Okay. Essentially useful information. It's that very is. useful. <laughs> but you, but you also see it, you also saw it dim again after he returned. Ah. Which means the return uses the Cost charge. The charge well. also, yeah. 
And if you teleport away and this thing, that's the last of its power, you won't be able to come back using it. Correct. So did it actually take you to your home? Oh, yeah. Scare the devil out of my housekeeper. Amazing. (laughs) I guess the only way it really got through was because I know all the various arcane locks and things I have on the place. Huh. Boy, that would have been funny if uh, somebody who doesn't know the... the, uh the locks on your place tried to teleport there what would they just smash against the invisible walls um hmm. would it set off all your traps uh, it might have caused a miscalculation might have caused a miscalculation yes could have caused an uh sort of a, a biological inversion i've seen that on bad teleportations once that was not pretty but luckily that sort of thing is rare anymore teleportation is a safe and reliable means of, <laughs> of travel. <laughs> we <Yeah>. swear. <laughs> Other door. All right. Yeah. I'm here. I'm looking at it. I rolled pretty damn good. Uh, uh, this door is locked. It does not appear to be trapped. All right. So that's a 32 to detect it. <clears throat> Hey, there's no traps on this one. I'll try and disable it. Um, I'll take 10. You'll take 10? And what does that get you? 30. Okay. (laughs) Jeb takes his precious time. I just realized I have a plus 20 on disable device now. Wait a second. Was it locked? Yes, it was locked. Actually, before you try that, I actually will reach with my hand. It's got the dragon mark. And All actually right. try to open the door. All right. It opens easily for you. Oh, Andy. Get it. Hand. <laughs> hand. No. I'm missing. Andy's not here. <sighs> oh, I but forgot about that guy. The room Andy beyond. can't come to the phone right now. The room beyond. The room beyond is a 20 foot by 20 foot area that you can see um, obscured by what appears to be something... Uh, moving on the walls. And at first it looks like a number of uh, brown stones just sliding back and forth across each other. But you also see between the stones there are a number of smaller extensions. And the whole room is giving off a clicking and chittering as you do. Um, the <laughs> Suddenly at the edge of the doorway down the hall, a creature's head appears a massive insectoid thing with snapping mandibles. Rule initiative. No, we've got we've got uh, Jeff with us. He's the king of this place now. It'll leave us alone. Yeah. Retreat. <laughs> God damn it! I roll so well for those mech checks, <laughs> and then initiative pops up, and the wizard goes on a seven. Well, you get yourself an order. I'll be right back. Two seconds, maybe ten. I'll be holding my breath. Mute. Because as we hear him use the bathroom. <laughs> it's actually kind of fun to hear him use the bathroom because he sings to his penis. <laughs> it's true. That was not a joke. <laughs> nope, we've heard it. Factual. Factual. Uh, Terrence, I got a non initiative. All right. Zarius, nine initiative. Uh, lady outside or Tiffany? 22. 22. Alric? Seven. 
Seven. Mr. Dimmar. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to keep just putting him down at one because I rolled a one that time. <laughs> Monster. Pay attention, Dungeon Masters out there. This is how you play the character that you bring to the game. <laughs> Terribly. So it doesn't Generally. feel like it's taken away from, you know, when the, the, those guys all that the run players. games and then they bring in their own character that gets all the best shit and does all the cool things. This guy things. hired you to do the work. Yeah, and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not be crazy here. Um, okay, so... Alright, and uh, what is your initiative, Jeb? 14. 14. Alright, um, Lydia outside slash Tiffany, you are first despite having probably the lowest initiative I've ever seen you have. <laughs> at 22. Um, where is this thing? Oh, I'm sorry. All right, so... Two of them? Uh, yeah, so kinda. Kinda. Oh, yeah. Two is all we can see. Is that what you're trying to tell me? I'm telling you that you see the head... Alright, so the lady's going to step to where she can see the monster. There we go. Whoa, okay, so it's like a big one and a little one? <laughs> no. <laughs> what the fuck is... Do you have um, knowledge nature? Or actually, Ar Arcana, my bad. Okay, well, um, that's not so good. It's only 22. 22. The creature before you um, appears to be a 30-foot-long, sleek, black centipede. There's a long, segmented body, many slender legs, huge mandibles, and a serrated razor sharp. And their eyes, of course, multifaceted. All that insect stuff. It you, has didn't a ring watch, of... you didn't watch The Witcher before no. we came? All right. I haven't watched it. Not a single stitch of it. Um, this creature is called a tunnel worm, a... A subterranean hazard that likes to eat its way through stone and take up residence in underground areas. They are very big, but they can fit through pretty narrow places given their long, slender bodies, though they technically count as huge. So that is the, the, the facing there I have is just something to describe the face to you guys, but the, the where the smaller pip is on the map, that's where its head is. Okay. For, for the purposes of Illustrate, illustrative so persons. But it takes up, up basically. All, yeah, that all of that space. Yeah, it, yeah, but it's basically wrapped around the wall. That is, like I said, that's just yeah, that's just like a convenient weird place to target it mm -hmm. for you guys. So it's like twenty by twenty. It's about thirty. Um, it is not twenty by twenty. It's like a fifteen by fifteen if it curls up. Okay. But yeah, it's a thirty foot long thing. Gotcha, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So uh. We'll save. Thing. We'll save. Alrighty. Wait, did you do a knowledge check on it? I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it is basically a massive insect for the most part. The only thing that really stands out about these creatures, in addition to their ability to uh, burrow through solid rock, um, is that its mandibles are extremely powerful, powerful enough to chew through armor if it gets a hold of somebody. But insects are normally immune to... Mind, mind, effect. Effect. mind affecting, I think. 
yes. being a vermin. It's got vermin traits. It is, it is, yeah, it is not um, an insect, though. It is a magical beast. That is why oh. she used Knowledge Arcana. And it has an intelligence score of one. <laughs> ah, so it's not mindless. It is not mindless. Mm, it is okay. just very simple. Okay. But it's let's just see. a little bit above robot brain. So let's see. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, 17 plus. Uh, I got a 23. All righty then. Next time, fucker. All right. And you were in a position to be able to see him from there? Yeah, I guess you were. All right. Uh, it it gets the next initiative. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it lashes out at the first opponent it sees. It basically unfurls and heads down the hallway or basically dashes down the hallway towards you, Jeb. Oh, no. Yep. You are unfortunately, once again, in the line of fire. Let's see. Oh, no! Right out the gate. One. One. Not sure. <laughs> oh, my That's God. Brutal. Why do I even bother DMing? <laughs> because just, it's I, entertaining. I give up. Everything is terrible. You're all you're all out to get me. I'm talking to my dice. <laughs> oh well, I mean we are too. I don't care about you, Rubes. <laughs> See what this guy gets. Um no. Self-decapitation. I just told you that its intelligence was one, so I'm not going to give it overthink it as a fucking... Am I enough? <laughs> yeah, it put all of those brain cells to work. It put all of those brain... That brain cell. Yeah. All right, so yes. Uh, Jeb, it tries to bite down on you, um, but just given the way you're holding your rapier at the moment, it basically, like, impales its own mouth on the blade. The critical failure is called He's Sharp. <laughs> nice. The creature takes max damage from that possible attack. Oh, cool. It bites into the sandwich and then realizes, oh shit, I forgot to take that toothpick, toothpick out. Toothpick out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yes, the creature lets out a squeal because of its own uh, clumsiness. Do I do the damage? Huh? Do I do no, the damage? It, it does D6 plus its strength modifier, which is not bad. Oh, it's kind of hoping that this would count as sneak attack. No, it is not a sneak attack. <laughs> it's more Surprise! of a it's more of a toe stub than anything. <laughs> but uh, let's see, uh, that was twenty, so fourteen is next. Jeb, you're 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 up. Oh, okay. Well, I can't do anything that my abilities allow me to do. I don't have faint. Um, flying by it would you know what? I am going to. So what Jeb is going to do is he's going to fly back you get an attack of opportunity. Okay. Uh, does 29 get you? Let me see. Um, 29 with mobility. That does get me. 
Alrighty. Um, okay. By three. So it does uh, 16 points of damage. Ooh. And it has automatic grab. Oh. So I got to do the grapple check against you. CMD. CMB. Uh, 30. Um, this is only the attack of opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, it's by two. Shit. All right. All right. Yeah. You try to fly away. However, the creature lunges forward, snaps you out of the air, holding you between its mandibles. Uh, your go, Zarius. I still get my turn. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Sorry. I will stab it. All right. Make, make with the stab. My plan did not work. You can do a stab here. It's actually uh, got pr- pretty easy to hit. 26. Hits easily. Hits by 10. That would be a crit in Pathfinder 2. Doesn't <laughs> count as a sneak attack because I didn't get my full 10 feet of movement. But max damage on the die for 12. All right, 12. And it is a magical weapon if that counts. All right. Um, so now Shit. it's serious. Slumber. Slumber. That's a will save. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, Twelve. Now he fails. All right. He's asleep. Yeah, you Pulled tumble out of the creature's mouth. So, Jeb, you're no longer in his mouth. Yes. Alright. Immediately fly back. Okay, I'm going to cast Vertigo in the room. Yeah, so it's a 10 foot radius spread. So, I'll, and I've got I've got range. So I'm just going to cast it uh, to where it hits both the the bad guys, but not the. There's no there's no both the bad guys. It's just the little ones to hit, the little ones to hit. Yeah, the little ones just be marking oh, where the, head, yeah, the creature's okay. head is. Um, it's a long. 30 foot long centipede. That's creature. right. I'm sorry. Um, well, I'm going to cast your, it. I'm going to cast it on that one then. All your opponents are asleep currently. <laughs> all right. Oh, let's wake it up. Just, I don't want to wake it up just to make it sick. I thought it only wakes up if it does damage. Yeah, but I mean, if it's asleep and sick, it just it, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, well, maybe it'll choke on its own vomit. I'm saying, like, I feel like next round is when damage happens again, unless so it might as well be second in case. I will I will it. ready Vertigo for when it wakes up. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pod cheers you on. Lady outside, you're next. Uh, I guess, can it do saves while it's asleep? Yeah, I mean, Purely mental saves, yeah, I could do those. Like it could do physical saves um, without a problem. Like it could do reflex quills, saves with penalties. Quill save. <laughs> Alrighty. That one was uh fourteen. Alrighty then. You know what's up, misfortune. All right. Let's see. And then I shall move back ten feet because. I don't want to be the closest thing to that fucker. All right, Jeb. 
So it doesn't wake up on its turn. Cool. Jeb flies back. You want to do a coup de gras? <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to do a coup de gras against it. If you're right next to it, you get it, and it takes a full round action. That is where you need to be to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know if that'll kill it, and I also don't know if I'd be able to get. A, I won't be able to get away after. But I'll give it a shot. <clears throat> I mean, have you taken damage? All right, roll your damage. Yeah. yeah. I've taken damage. I just got to remember that I'm. Got to roll the right amount this go round. So we're going to call this one my die for doubling. For doubling. Not a great roll. Okay. Um, 124. So I have to make a DC 34 for two saves. Yep. Okay. With As, misfortune. With oh, misfortune. That's right. So that's I have a like a one percent chance to roll a natural twenty or two natural twenties to make it. <laughs> oh, he's dead. Yay! Oh. And that's all the encounters I have. <laughs> that was quick. Now we just got to clean the body out of the way. Yes. I hope you like centipede meat. Over here, you guys look like you got a handle on that. (laughs) I go and I plop down on the throne. I didn't have a hand in killing it. I'm not going to have a hand in cleaning it up. (laughs) All right, Jeff, have fun. (laughs) Fuck you. I'll fly around it. All right. So... (laughs) If you're really concerned about the uh, the centipede, dead centipede in the hall here. You got any poison? <laughs> it is not poisonous, as a matter of fact. Hmm. Um, Actually, I, will, I will take it. I will clean it. I will use survival to take it apart to see if there's any treasure inside its gut. Okay. Since it's been, since it's been running around pretty much like burrowing like a worm. They got fatted here on something. It's like the catfish. It ate the horde. There is an adventure uh, no one's bothered to write. We should, so we should write that one. And as I cut this thing apart, I will take the pieces if they're not worth anything and throw them into the acid pool. Okay. What's what's the adventure that nobody's written? Uh, A a fishing trip where the the a, a massive catfish just ate a massive treasure, and everyone's trying to get to the, oh. <laughs> get the fish. There's yeah. so much fishing in so many video games. I feel like that's probably been done. Oh, no, I've never seen it in tabletop. So uh, yeah, I could imagine why not. You you cast your line. You wait. Mm-hmm. You wait. I know. Oh, it's, it's not the right fish. This is catfish. I, I wait till the mod. I wait till the mod goes off, and that lets me know that uh, my worm got taken and then I snatched the pole back. This is catfishing. You have to stick your hand under logs. <laughs> that's not that's your not whole arm down in a hole. Yeah, that's, I got that's called noodle. Wiggle your thumb just right. 
Okay, so yeah, um, Zarius begins to messily uh, chop this creature up, looking for treasure in its innards, and then throwing them in the uh, the acid pools next to the throne. Uh, the room quickly fills up with the stink of burning um, centipede parts, but eventually, however, you come to the the part of the deep innards, the gullet, if you will, and um, you hear a clink as you stab into um, into its viscera. In real shades of the ruby-eyed skull here. Huh? Smashing oh. the, the screaming skull that he was smashing against the side of the t- tower. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> gotta get them rubies. Ow. Get me the rubies. Ow. <laughs> Life of a mercenary going after the treasure. Yeah, you gotta pry every uh, giant ruby out of every statue of Moloch you find. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yes, eventually, however, you do find that there is indeed a um, area in the gullet where he has been uh, accumulating some debris. A lot of it, you once you slice the 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 organs open and begin to dump it out on the the stone. A lot of it seems to be stuff that is not terribly valuable. Bits of armor. The creature, as 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 was described earlier, basically can tear through armor like tissue paper. So it makes sense that it has swallowed a bunch of it over the years. However, you once you begin like looking through it, kicking kicking the debris around, like um, using a little bit of water skin to clean stuff off, you begin catching glints and hints of gold and other um, more impressive things. Impressed digitation. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, you clean all the rusty gunk. You clean all the gunk off the rusty metal and see there is indeed a, a fat lot of coins intermixed with it and uh, a couple of items of um, good quality. Why does it have an Arizona license plate in it? <laughs> <laughs> what is an Arizona? What is a Studebaker and why does it have a <laughs> bumper? of <laughs> one? <laughs> Human arm, human leg. <laughs> All right. Pile the stuff over to the side, detect the magic, that kind of stuff. All right. Uh, amongst amongst the things you find are a pretty well-maintained, or rather that has maintained itself pretty well in the industrial strength stomach acid of a, of a creature. <laughs> uh, magical longsword. Um, there is... Hold on, let me do some random tri- random coin here. Okay. While you randomize the treasure, I need to go get another battery. All right. Uh, you find 500 gold pieces and about 800 silver intermixed with all the, the other junk. You find what appears to be a couple of canopic, canoptic jars that are radiating magic. Like it might have at one point dug through some tomb somewhere and just snacked on whatever it found. Uh, there's like the sealed funerary jars, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. What was before that? Uh, tr- the gold? Yeah, it was 500 gold. And, and 800 6, silver. I was going to say uh, 6,000. A magical longsword, if anyone wants to try to identify. Gold, how much silver? 
Yeah, we'll detect magic on the long sword and try to figure <clears throat> it out. And you said noctic jars? Yeah, those things. Hmm. From like the pharaohs. Yeah, where they store the organs. It's full of magical liver pudding. <laughs> Ew. This looks like foie gras. Mm -hmm. 28. 28 on the spellcraft? Okay. Yep. Uh, the sword is of elven make. Very old. It is a mithril longsword, plus one, and keen. Hmm. Ooh. Uh, who's doing the jars? What is this, spellcraft? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Da 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 da. Thirty. Okay. Um, you begin to investigate the jars, and you've seen things like this before. Usually, they're. <laughs> They're packaged in modern times more in the forms of potions that are available at great expense, but these are um, items that allow you to create undead with different uh, powers without actually adjusting their um, hit die co like cost like um if you were like to creating skeletons or like a burning skeleton instead of a regular skeleton wouldn't be the additional yeah, plus it would yeah it, it would die. it wouldn't be the additional hit die necessary it would just do the it would it would create it as normal but it wouldn't like for the purpose of the spell it would make it easier to control more undead mm. two of them basically just gives you two free templates for undead to create that's pretty neat and I've got two in a bag now. We can't use because we got this stupid fucking wizard with us. Uh, we, we probably could, and he wouldn't care. I mean, do we need to? No, not yet. All right, but that is all you find in there. If you throw the rest of the centipede in there, it'll uh, definitely make the chamber a lot less uh, gory, funky. Yep. The actual any, uh, <clears throat> sorry, but any cool parts of its carapace that would make uh, shoulder pads? Uh, the bony ridges on its head, particularly around the mandibles, uh, would probably be well suited to carving into shoulder pads and things or things like that. Hmm. Would it? Add, it wouldn't add anything mechanically. It's just for flavor. Yeah, no, it's just cool looking stuff. So, Jeb, do you want that longsword? No, nah, it's not really my style, you know? I'm better with my rapier here. It wouldn't be bad to have a backup just in case. <clears throat> I definitely won't be doing nearly as much damage with it. And you can't use weapon finesse with a longsword, can you? Uh, no. Yeah, no. You can hang on to it or... Until we sell it. Until we sell it, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's fairly valuable. It's a plus two weapon, and it's mithril, so it's uh, it's got a lot of monetary worth. I'm doing the cost on it now. Like at least eight thousand gold plus the mithril price, price of the mithril. <laughs> but that that makes for two long swords that you have, right? Zero. No. 
No. Because we had a plus one long sword that went somewhere. Not recently. So did we sell that one already? Yeah. Okay. The only, the only thing that the only thing I've got right now is my my changeling blade hmm. and the earthbreaker. Yeah, ten thousand fifteen. Yeah, pretty well, pretty valuable. And we got the well, I mean, we got that trident. Mm-hmm. It's true. That is coming quite handy. Mm-hmm. All right. So the room that the the centipede was in, you see that that he had he had come through through a tunnel that it had dug itself. Like I said, this place has been unattended for a long time. So pests, even big ones, have found a way in. The the room was probably, from the look of it, amongst all the stone debris that has been uh, carved out by the creature, looked to be some kind of sitting room, like another waiting chamber, much like the one you guys popped up in, but this one's much less elaborate. Uh, It does not have the kind of tapestries that the magical tapestries the other room had. It just has the remnants of some very ornate chairs, some very nice tapestries that are now covered in mold, uh, very nice rugs that are now covered in dirt and mold, and of course, centipede blood as well. Um, and there are two, I'm sorry, let me go to my map. There are also two, yeah, there are two doorways, one to the north, one to the south. Um, I think I might've cut the, the edges real fine on this, but. There are two hallways, one to the north, one to the south. Well, let's go to the one to the north. All right, you go to the one to the north, and um, let's call it there for the evening because the map is largely very incomplete from here. Like I said, it's the holidays and work have killed me lately. So, (laughs) I swear. Okay. I swear. I will have it ready to go next time. I swear to you. I swear to you. I'm not lying. You had two weeks. I had two weeks. Yes. You had one job besides your <laughs> other job. I have one job besides that one job I do, plus, you know, family <laughs> obligations and my car fucking Man, out of me. And fuck your family. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, if I know you're you into do that, fuck one of them, but I mean. No, I don't. <laughs> you're I married. Mean, to, you're married. That's your yeah. husband. That's Husbands your family. Husbands are considered family. Now it's gross. I want to be married. <laughs> <laughs> now you made being married gross. Thanks. Yeah, marriage is incest. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! You, uh, you put that in the, in the video clip if you're doing it though. If you're yeah. doing a game animation. <laughs> Come to Walterboro where you can see a kangaroo in a two small cage. Yeah. yeah <laughs> oh. You know, one of my first jobs was uh, cleaning cages during the summer uh, of pygmy ostriches. Like people keep the weirdest shit around here because they can. I guess. I guess. No, it, I googled it. it after we saw the kangaroo in the pen. I googled, "Is it legal to own a kangaroo in South Carolina?" And the first article popped up said, "If you want to own a kangaroo, South Carolina is the state for you." <laughs> like apparently, we're super lax about kangaroo ownership. Also, serval cats. Yeah. Oh, that sounds cool. I want a flopper. Well, this thing was the size of a German shepherd. 
Yeah, big flopper. Oh yeah. Have <laughs> you yeah, not seen that? There's there's monkey farms out there too. Well, that monkey that monkey monkey island is um, uh, terrifying. Like well, so monkey scary. island where they retire the monkeys Test, that survive the Yemsi and Buford yeah. monkey farms. <laughs> what if they escape? They well, have. They have, but they're on an island, though, so, you know. Not the ones in Yemisi. They escaped, and they got into the apartment complexes down there. Oh, oh shit. That's right. I forgot about that. Yep. That's while I was working there. You uh, wait, you worked at the monkey farm? How, to, how come I didn't know about this? I was a subcontractor. I built the cages. I was. Uh, they, that's they, why they escaped. I was, was an assistant monkey. <laughs> it, was, it was before. It was after they escaped. Um. From when the hurricane knocked a bunch of the walls down and we came through and Jesus. Yeah, you know, there's there's just something about climbing a 16-foot ladder with a twin a 10-pound pole driver that just really gets the blood flowing in all the terror ways <laughs> as you're looking over a pen full of rhesus macaques that could rip your face off if you fell into the pen. <laughs> Not to mention that place. Here we go. It's, it smelled it like is. someone lit a tire on fire and then put it out with human urine. That's what the monkey farm I, smells like. I mentioned that I applied for a job there, and he would not shut up about the odor of that place. <laughs> for like, it was a five-minute long, and here we are again. You I just had it. to. <laughs> still in my nose. Well, All these years later. It makes you feel better because it don't me. They looked at my application three days ago and never responded. So apparently I'm not qualified to claim monkey shit. So <laughs> I, I believe more likely are. they already filled their vacancies. That place has a lot of turnover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll keep your app on file. I'm sure. Mm. I do start another job next week. Oh, yeah. well, you also nice. understand it is the holidays, so they might, you know, they might've been, that, yeah, that might have that just been a monkey that was in the room and just like clicked on somebody's like yeah. scene folder. I was apprehensive about start uh, working there too because uh, 28 Days Later is my one of my favorite zombie <laughs> movies, and that is where the rage <laughs> virus comes from is a technician fucking up at a at a at a monkey testing plant. And the guys who clean the shit got it first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because they use a power washer because uh, monkeys like to throw their poop that's true they do so they're power washing the walls while we're working on it and there's just a shit mist coming Spray. over the walls <laughs> shit mist <laughs> that should um, be the episode shit home to me oh, no jesus christ but the capuchins were fun yeah we worked on the capuchin pin and um they have a, a cute little habit of they'll go down and find a rock and sort through with their little hands and they'll pick a rock out and they'll come up to the edge and stick the rock out like an offering. Mm-hmm. And if you, A, don't trade them something for the rock, something edible preferably, they will throw the rock at you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I right. also like to reach out and grab my little hammer hanging from my belt and steal that. We got into <laughs> our caulk one time. C-A-U-K. Yeah, 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 yeah. C-A-U-L-K. Caulk. 
Yeah. Oh. I call it a penis, but whatever. <laughs> Never let macaques touch a cock. <laughs> that, that shit got everywhere. Uh, shit missed. <laughs> shit missed. <laughs> this weekend at the Atlanta Motor Speedway, <laughs> we've got monster trucks left and right. Starring Gravedigger and Shit Mist. <laughs> Sponsored by Mountain Dew. Driven uh, uh, by a team of trained angry monkeys. Uh, Mountain Dew's new flavor, Shit Mist. Yellow. New slime monster, Shit Mist. Yeah. The mental. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway. This has right. been Good Raiders night. of the Lark, a homebrew detritus production. We appreciate you all listening. Please like and subscribe and wait and tell your nerdy friends about us. Just say shit mist for no reason whatsoever. Mid-conversation. And then when they go, why? Spend an hour and a half describing how we ended up here at this show and then make them listen to all 50 plus episodes so they can be in on the joke. So yeah. they can get the shit missed. So Honestly, the shit it's missed. it's just a variation on doo doo air. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and if you're curious about the the banter we had before recording, that's more than likely going to be a cartoon on our YouTube channel. So look up Nerd Basement, look up Homebrew Detritus, look up Noob Show, and go to our website homebrewdetritus.com to find all that stuff very very easily. And if you want it sooner rather than later, we do have a Patreon. Shit missed. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Shit, shit missed, everybody. Shit missed. All right, thanks for listening. Shit missed. Goodbye. I was waiting on Joe to say.